Welcome to Spotlight. I'm Antonia, one of the podcast team members, and in today's special episode, we're really excited to show you our term card and meet the team. Um, now our team director will introduce the guest she'll be interviewing. Yeah, so I'm Alice, um, I'm the podcast director for Spotlight, and I'm really excited that our first episode of this term is gonna be with Jeff Wilson. Um, you probably haven't heard of Jeff Wilson, but you've definitely seen his work because he was a series producer for The Mating Game, um, as well as Our Planet. So he's done a lot of work that's probably familiar in everyone's homes and worked very closely with David Attenborough over the years. I spoke to him last December and it was a real, real pleasure to speak to him and hear about his experiences. Um, he's just got such a range of knowledge and he knows animals so well. So it was really interesting to hear about how like his biological, biological knowledge has influenced his like professional creative work. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited uh, to share that all with you. Um, why did you invite him on the podcast? Like, he sounds like a really interesting guy, but how did you sort of hear about him and get interested in him? Yeah, it's quite a random one, actually. He came to my school when I was in lower sixth, I want to say, um, and gave a talk. And, like, you know, when you're at school, you always get these random talks, and um, I'll be honest, I don't remember most of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but genuinely, this is one of, one of the only ones that really sticks out in my mind. It's, like, something that really stuck with me. Um, and he spoke so passionately about um, the environment and how they reduce their environmental impact while recording these shows while also trying to like, you know, show how amazing the world is. Um, and one of the really interesting projects that he did was he actually put together a montage of scenes, um, I think that was delivered at the UN when David Attenborough gave his speech at, you know, uh, one, I think it was COP, but I'm not sure what the title of the conference is, but the really big ecological conference. Um, and I think it just highlighted to me like the importance of media and film in bringing the rest of the world to our consciousness. Um, so that's why I invited Jeff and he was just, yeah, he lived up to my expectations. Cause you know, sometimes people give talks and you're like, oh, maybe they won't be as good um, when you just have a conversation with them, but he was just incredible. And I think he offered some really sound advice as well. Like for anyone who's interested in like going into filmmaking. Um, yeah, so that's really exciting. Um, but we also have a very, different guest um, that's coming the following week, which is Michael Bristow. Antonia, would you like to introduce him? Yeah, so um, our president-elect will be interviewing Michael Bristow, and he is an editor, writer, and broadcaster. And he is also the Asia Pacific editor for the BBC World Service. And so he will be continuing on from our China panel last term. And now moving again on something different to the arts, Archie will introduce his guest. Hi, I'm Archie, podcast team member. I'm extremely pleased to announce that I'll be interviewing Padraig Otuma. I came across uh, Padraig through a lecture series and then afterwards through his podcast, Poetry Unbound. It's a podcast that takes single poems as its focus, uh, sort of from mangoes to prayers or even episodes that are in conversation. Uh, Poetry Unbound is a podcast that sort of scopes human experience through language. Um, and the, the podcast also has a substack. Uh, Patrick is also a writer, so I'll be asking about that. His writings are often concerned with the power of language, conflict, religion and peace. His work has won acclaim in various poetry, psychotherapy and conflict analysis circles. For example, his poems are featured in um, I think Poetry Ireland Review, Academy of American Poets, also Kenyan Review. And his formal qualifications actually extend from creative writing, literary crit, theology and, like I said, group conflict. What are you most interested in learning from him? Well, I think firstly, I'd be interested in talking to him about his career, so especially his transition from university into writing and into media and, and creating podcasts. Um, also interviewing and presenting. I'm, I'm interested in how he creates 
sort of interest and curiosity for the audience, and I, I really, really enjoy his interviewing. Um, also, the relationship between media and the arts, that's something that I'm most probably quite interested in talking to him about, and, and I'll try and frame the whole interview around maybe a poem, which might sound a bit cliche, but I'm looking forward to it. No, that sounds really nice, it doesn't sound <laughs> cliche at all. Um, I want to introduce now um, Alice's second guest. Uh, she's one that's particularly relevant to kind of our podcasting endeavours. So Alice, would you like to talk about her? Yeah, so I invited Rianne Roberts. Um, again, probably someone you don't know the name of, but has probably like influenced your life in some way because she's the commissioning editor for the BBC for podcasts, um, particularly for BBC Sounds, which is obviously like one of the biggest you know podcasting platforms nowadays. Um, I think it's really important it's kind of brought the BBC into the modern age, if that's not too cliche to say. Um, and I think for me as podcast direction and everyone on this team, we're really passionate about podcasts, but like, unlike, you know, like writing for a student newspaper or, you know, getting into student radio, there's kind of like not such a clear pathway from student podcasting to having a career in the podcasting um, world. So I'm quite keen to speak to her about that and to hear about how we could possibly turn this into a career um, or just to hear like you know the processes that go in behind the BBC um, because I love BBC podcasts and it'd be really interesting to just hear about what goes on behind the scenes really. Yeah completely I'm really excited for this one as well it's definitely one of the one of the kind of leading lights and something that we're all very interested in. Um, can I just ask actually do you listen to any of the BBC Sounds podcasts? Do any favourites? I do I have some favourites they go from like quite academic, from like the radio for like I love Natalie Payne stands up for the classics. Um, Antonia's nodding her head because I know she yeah. loves that too. <laughs> um, to like, I really like a Six Degrees with Jamie and Spencer. Oh. <laughs> Expect something a bit more highbrow from the podcast director. No, but it's so good, and they have like their producer who chats to them, and they have like their list of the week, and they do have some really like great guests. Like they had Brad Pitt on, um, and they're just such funny guys. I love. Can we get Brad Pitt on? Let's work on it. We can get Brad Pitt on. <laughs> six degrees, that's the whole thing, isn't it? Like, one of us one of us will be six degrees from Brad Pitt. Okay, fine. Yeah, done. Easy. <laughs> Perfect. Sorted. Next guest. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, our next guest is someone who I'm almost as excited about as if Brad Pitt was coming on um, the podcast. I can, I can actually say that with sincerity, because um, Gwilym Mumford is a very impressive journalist. He is The Guardian's... Um, he's the culture editor of the Saturday Review for The Guardian... Uh, he also writes The Guide, which is something that The Guardian has been doing for years. It used to be kind of like a little print booklet, which you can still get, but it now also comes out as a weekly email. So every Friday to my inbox, I get um, The Guide from Gwilym, and it's a kind of personalised, um, well, personalised to Gwilym's tastes, obviously not to my tastes, um, although I have found him to be very good at giving recommendations. Um, it's a summary of the week's media that's come out, so books, podcasts, music, films... Um, TV shows. I think Gwilym's particularly interested in TV shows. He always seems to have um, his finger right on the pulse with kind of what's coming out. And I think nowadays with kind of the sheer amount of content that is available to all of us on streaming platforms, on music streaming, on films, whatever, it's really important to have kind of like a journalist who can kind of guide you through the quagmire of all that's out there and point you to things that are that are towards your taste and that are, will be kind of good quality. So it's that kind of what he's been bringing to me is that idea of kind of quality over quantity. So I'm really excited to talk to him about that. What's like the best thing that he's recommended so far? Because I have to admit, I'm not sure I've read his um, articles, but it sounds like a really helpful guide to have. Oh, so many things. I can't even, I can't even start. Um, I think this, this year in particular, it's been, has been, he's been really helpful even so far because, because of things like the writer's strikes last year, also because it's award season, there's just a crazy amount of films coming out right now. Like there's something like, 
12 films going to be released in the UK over the weekend, which is a crazy amount. Um, and he did kind of like a breakdown of like every weekend in January, if you wanted to like break up your viewing, he did a kind of like plan of like when you can watch each film and kind of like watch them all in time to be like talking about them when everyone's going to be talking about them basically. Um, and he rec- one of the things he recommended was Poor Things, which I saw uh, last night, which was excellent. I can really recommend to all of our listeners. So after hearing about everyone's guests who are coming on, um, what are you guys most looking forward to from the term card and you can't say your own guest? Oh, but mine's the best. <laughs> no, I actually don't. i obviously really excited about my guest, but I'm also really excited that we've got Michael Bristow coming. That's crazy. I didn't even know about that. Um, I'm very interested in being a foreign correspondent and what it's like to kind of report from other countries, especially China, obviously something that's like a very difficult area to report from, something that we covered last term, but I'm really excited to kind of hear more about it um also he's just an amazing broadcaster so I'd, any any tips we could get from him regarding podcasting would be great i think yeah i also think it'd be really interesting if anyone managed to catch the interview um, with amy hawkins last term or came to the panel in fact um it's always interesting to get different perspectives on the same thing absolutely um and michael bristow's like actually been like based in beijing and kind of had that lived experience um whereas like some of the journalists we spoke to hadn't um, been able to live in beijing because obviously it's quite you know difficult politically um so I think he'll have a really interesting perspective on it, having had that kind of like insider information and having sort of lived it. Yeah, it's always nice to get someone with loads of experience and kind of, can kind of, any journalist you speak to will tell you that it's changing and it's not like it used to be, but it's always really interesting to kind of hear the experiences compared of like now. And but but, but no offence to Bristow, um, I am actually excited to hear Rianne Roberts. I do like Bristow, but I, yeah, for me, I'm just, I'm just being honest, um, selfishly because she was also commissioned for Your Dead to Me, which is a podcast I love. Um, I mean, I do history in English, and, and I and I and I love and I love of Jenna. Um, she also did Lady Killers and Uncanny. Um, so there's like a number of podcasts or, or, or like content that she's done, which I'm, I I I've always listened oh, to. Oh, that's Lady Killers, the one with Lucy Worsley, right? Oh, I love that one. Um, okay. So selfishly, I think I'm gonna say. Rianne Roberts, I'm looking forward to it. I'm also very much looking forward to Rianne Roberts. Your Dead to Me is another favourite of mine. Um, but also, Archie, your guest, Podrick. So, like, the blending, I think, especially, well, with podcasts and English, but I've sort of never heard of anyone doing, like, poetry, and it's almost like going into, like, spoken form um, in, the, in, the, in his Poetry Unbound podcast. So I'm very excited to hear more about that. Also, his voice is so soothing. So just <laughs> tune in for his voice. He's a brilliant storyteller, um, and I'll be really excited to, to actually talk to him. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be one of those people who's going to be like so interesting to meet him like in person and like see what, or, I mean, I think the interview's online, but just to see what he's like kind of, not off camera because he is on camera, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think also because he's a poet. Like, journalists, obviously, the benefit for us getting journalists on is that they know how to express themselves and they're very used to like interviewing that kind of thing. But also it makes it quite daunting because they're obviously like at the top of their game and we're just starting out. But with poets and kind of creative writers in general, they always have such an interesting way of speaking and way of thinking and you never quite know what's going to come out of their mouth. So, yeah. It's good because, I mean, Oxford University Media Society, more generally, is sort of broadening what we think of media. And I'm excited to talk about sort of new voices and, and sort of like just expand our definition a bit and go into the arts. Um, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. oh talking of like, expanding what we're doing does anyone have a dream guest they would like to have on obviously we're very excited about all the guests Rap we've here. got okay fine <laughs> Archie you've mentioned him a few times maybe that's something we should think about but um, anyone else dream guest can I say Taylor Swift is that too basic no. because like that would be pretty cool right media icon yeah, yeah. Um, but like other people like uh, 
you know what I've actually already because we had Natalie Haynes last time and she was literally my icon took my idea um, that's honestly what I love about like media soccer is just getting to invite the people we love yeah um my mine would have to be Laura Kay. I think if we got Laura Koonsberg on our podcast, I'd probably die of excitement. But she's <laughs> such an amazing broadcaster. She's so she has that feeling of like being natural on air that I think every broadcaster just dreams of. And I think she would just be the most amazing interviewee. And she could probably tell us like which day the election's gonna be and who's gonna win it. I for would- no sweat. Also, only just because Love Island All Stars is on at the moment, but Ian Sterling. Oh, he'd be I, so good! I grew up watching him on CBBC because he used to like be a CBBC presenter. Yeah, now he's did, like he? he's a big yeah. time. Like you know, he does the radio. Hey, he CBBC is the big time. That's like a generation of children know who he is. You know, Love Island would be rubbish without him. I think he he makes yeah, Love Island. Um, I think he's such a talented like voice. Well, on comedians, um, I'd be pretty interested to talk to Robin Ince actually. Um, he does. Infinite Monkey Cage with Brian Cox um, and I, I would be very interested in talking to him um, especially because it's another podcast like of Dead to Me which I love um, mm. but I also couldn't choose who had your original question I'd also I really want to interview Simon Stevens um, he does a podcast on the Raw Court with uh, all the dramatists British playwrights and stuff and it's, it's, it's genuinely one of my favourite podcasts at the moment um, it's something I listen to if I want to take a break from, from work um, that or radio dramas on <laughs> BBC Radio 4. <laughs> oh, God, God love radio drama. <laughs> Brought up on them. Um, but yeah, so on like a slightly different note, I think the person I would, I mean, I think everyone at the moment is kind of like saltburn obsessed and I am guilty of that. And so having Emerald Farrell on would be like the dream. Um, just to hear more about the insight into, like, into the film world and how she did it and like the beautiful cinematography. Um, also like it's a fellow Oxford student, like sort of how she got into that world, um, which would be very cool. Um, yeah, so. I think we'd have to work quite hard to like steer the conversation away from Oxford specific questions. Though. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's very much like an Oxford discourse around Saltburn that probably no one else who's not Oxford would care about, but that'd be difficult, like stuff like specific locations that have been used, anything that happens when you film something in a very specific location. But yeah, yeah. If, we, if we did manage to broaden out yeah. our questions, I think it would be a great podcast. I just wanted to experiment with a little ending piece. We've been thinking a little bit about how we're going to end our podcasts. Um, and one of the ideas we had is a question that we ask all new members of the media, um, media society committee here at Oxford, which is to name one piece of journalism that's really inspired you, one piece of media, sorry, it could be, could be journalism, could be a film, could be a book, could be anything, um, which we think we might try and ask all of our guests at the end of the podcast as a nice little rounding off. Mm. So I thought maybe we could go around now and say our like inspiring piece of media. Archie, if you want to start. Yeah, um, so for me it's, it's um, a piece called Nerve, it's like exclamation marks, it's capital, uh, by Uber Angst, and it's a bit of political satire that I came across um, about four months ago, and it, I, I love it. Um, I'm not going to say anything more about that. I might bring it up in another, an episode, but Uber Angst, Nerve, if you ever look it up. Ooh, it's hilarious. Okay. It ge- genuinely hilarious. How enigmatic. Yeah. Okay. Alice? Um, it's a really hard one. I change it every time. So we do these committee posts for Media Society. So if you go on my one from this term, my one from last term, they're two different things. Um, oh, but it's, it's odd to say, because I love podcasts, and I listen to podcasts literally every single day. But I think... In some ways, I think that's had the most impression on me as a film. And it's a very cliche film, which is When Harry Met Sally. But I think when you look at that film and its context in like cinematography, it's like the first rom-com and it has such an incredible storyline. Every time I watch it, I just notice something different about it. And I love Nora Ephron, I love her as a journalist, I love her as a writer. Um, and all of her screenplays are incredible, but When Harry Met Sally just has this something about it and aesthetically it's just so beautiful. It has like the music. Um, 
and the storyline behind it, I think, I think rom-coms now kind of don't do it justice because it was so perfect in the way that it balanced comedy and just people being humans. Um, sorry, I feel very passionately about this film. Um, <laughs> no, that comes across, that comes across. Um, I've, I could actually recite it like uh, front to back if you want me to, um, but I won't. So yeah, that's, that's Maybe fine. another time. Yeah. <laughs> if we get really short of podcast ideas. <laughs> <laughs> There's always that in the yeah. like, Alice is hard about something. <laughs> um, but that's me. What about you, Antonia? Um, I think for me it would have to be the like the one that's been running longest in my life, sort of in the background, um, which is Melvin Bragg's In Our Time, BBC Radio 4. Um, as like an avid history lover when I was younger, this was like my world um, and I thought I was really cool for my parents like putting Radio 4 in the car instead of like BBC Radio 1. I did hate it at the time, but now I'm very yeah, grateful. You don't hear that often. <laughs> it's like growing up on the BBC comedy instead of like the popular music at the time. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's had such a big impact on me and what I've wanted to do in my life and just, you know, still if I'm walking around, I'll have in our time in my ears trying to desperately to learn something from my reading list <laughs> Melbourne rips into his poor guests yeah <laughs> yeah that's a podcast I probably wouldn't want to be on to be yeah. honest no I do enjoy listening I enjoy to listening it. to it I wouldn't want to be on it yeah no. it turn into like him interviewing you and you'd be like huh <laughs> it's terrifying yeah but mine is actually is also a BBC Sounds podcast I listen to a lot of them so it's quite hard to choose a favourite but mine I guess it would have to be just by sheer weight of like listening hours um, newscast which is a mm. daily news podcast the BBC Sounds it comes out every single day and every single day I listen to it and I get half an hour of Adam Fleming and Chris Mason usually with some other assorted guests um, and other journalists and it's just like I to me, for me it's just the epitome of what journalism should be it's chatty and it's funny but it's also they get the best guests they get the best analysis it's pitched like exactly to people that have never like heard of a story before or to people who've been following politics like crazy um I don't know how they do it I don't know how they manage to get the tone so like accent but it's like yeah it's a soundtrack to every day for me so it's definitely influential that's really cool. That's really exciting. I like how everyone's is really different. Like, I, I, yeah, we've got range. Yeah, we've got range. We've got range. I think it's so interesting, especially like with media, because like as Archie said earlier, we've been trying to expand what media yeah. means, and I think this is just like quite a good demonstration of that media means so many different things to so many different people, and yeah, it all impacts your life and how you view the world. Um, and I don't think the power of that should be underestimated. I completely agree. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoy um, our future podcasts. As you can tell, we all feel really passionately about them. Um, They are sure to be brilliant interviews. So we look forward to seeing you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.